Sports Orbit. We make the world go round. Hello and welcome to this wonderful episode of Sports Orbit right here on the Leadership Podcast Studio. My name is Afa Acho and I have Sally Fultzman right here with me. Thank you, Afa. On this episode of Sports Orbit, we have so much in store for you. The Super Eagles are in the news. Maduka Oke is in the news. Of course, Anthony Joshua is also in the news. But first, we'll begin with the Super Eagles. Out of the 24 players who have been invited for the World Cup clash against Liberia and the Blue Sharks of Cape Verde, 21 players are already in camp, with the likes of Osimen Aigalo still being expected. Telugu, as of this morning, the camp of the Super Eagles is bubbling with 21 players. Uh, as of by this time, we are expecting that some players might have also arrived, but we have yet to hear that. But by today, the camp should be full, and it's reported that their first training is likely uh, to be held uh, later in the day today. Uh, first and foremost, let me commend the players. In fact, despite the attitude that they are displaying in the present, it's quite commendable. They are fine with this new attitude of supporting the camp, and it is quite encouraging. Unlike the Falcon, we they can be open almost four days. We say the players are not going to come to the flag in the But now, the list of the students have seen the best of the So the players in camp so far, I mean, almost everybody is in camp except for, of course, uh, Victor Simon and the Vitoni, Odeon, Gallo, who are yet to, to hit camp. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, as of uh, this morning, uh, Captain Ahmed Musa, Samuel Chukweze, Moses Simon, uh, Kenneth Omero, Joe Aribo, Leon Balogun are among the players who arrived uh, in camp yesterday. Looking ahead to you know this encounter with this kind of squad we have, what are you expecting going into that encounter? Yeah, I, I always say that yeah. Super Eagles, the journey is but some might say the only missing piece in this thing is a technical aspect. Yes, that is what we like now. Let's hope that the inclusion of Salis and Lucy will be able to make some difference in not bringing the digital world in Nigeria's economy as some fighting that are in the technical group. Even though the super evil team at the moment is not having the problem from the defense. 
bonded with duality, the if and the if duality, that is missing the super ego to us, it draws a natural attack in the feeder. Yeah. That is what we are looking at, the natural attack in the feeder. But that's the mystery part. From the defense, from the people, the only me feed, the level, and that's why we have to have it in the world. I said that the super ego that the world, what we have is about, and just like, just like saying, is a technical input that is how to have somebody you know, say, to, to have to have implement is another thing, but to be able to make use of the implement is another thing. But Nigeria at the moment we have the we have the implement, which is the players, we have the players that have But what we are lacking at the moment and anybody can justify is the technical know-how of the quality technical to be able to manage these players. We have an important company to be to manage it and to gain for Nigeria what we are looking for that is that we pray that we the function just to try that there is a people yes there's a few years 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 there's a few that's what he's coming back to people that actually But I don't have any feeling like he's playing against the Lavira's alone. Lavira, I don't think, for whatever reason, he's playing into their team and people to play according to their match plan. I don't think Lavira should play into the Supergo initially. And more importantly, is that Lavira have lost their own opportunity of playing at home. We are playing in the neutral ground. Yes, it will be technically Lavira home, but it's in the neutral ground. The, the call of Coach Salis Batu. The super eagles. And like you said, you said you feel some of his technical input, but usually in teams like this, you have the head coach and assistant coach. At the end of the day, the box stops at the table of the head coach. Do you think Gana Draw is that kind of person who would like to take advice or take some inputs? And do you think the input of these assistant coaches is actually being implemented by the head coach? Well, but, but just let me say, look, before now, we hope we, we, hope we, we call some of us were crying, some of us were crying, we knew that we were crying, some of us were crying, who were saying that the network is missing service of assistance. People were saying, some of us were saying that Yobo was not good enough to be to give him the assistance he needed. And now, so let's hope that the coming back of the just like the role of service is going to be able to fill that, to fill that gap. And nobody, and I'm not saying, most of the, even the world class coaches who are seeing this world, the life of the life of the life of the and them they're 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 the shoe but often that the job is not done it's not done enough by them if you went to the model for instance you went to the model for shipping model has the back room for back room staff of course who are feeding him with a lot of information so definitely either either raw or not we're going to make use of this input that we give by Yet to be seen, but there are hopes that Sally should be soon coming back to the Tamosi Sally is one of the fantastic things that we do to the computer. But let's look that two years as people say two years are better than one. Now he has somebody to consult with. I saw one of the I saw one of the three tools today that were there with sitting together, having the having a meeting together, sharing ideas together. Maybe let's hope that he's coming back, we'll be able to have some things to do and I'll help to make the wrong with you to listen to you. Before the he doesn't have that input. Now he has somebody who sits on the bench. And also looking at the team, watching from the different team and from the different team, and put their heads together. Just like I said, we hear this better than one. The inclusion of a certain John Noble 
Well, to be honest with you, this is the first time I'm hearing of uh, this, this player. Yeah. Um, you think it's a good development? At least he's a home-based player, goalkeeper rather, and he's been included, you know, for Zoho, uh, who is not, you know, on the team. Well, I would, I would not celebrate this as a good development for the home-based players because it's just an emergency situation. Still talking about goalkeepers and the news which knows suggests that uh, Maduka Okoye has finally secured the move to the Premier League now for Watford. And of course, uh, former Super Eagles goalkeeper Ikesho Nua Abiodun Barua have congratulated Maduka Okoye following his move to the Premier League outfield uh, Watford on Monday. And the move is moving from Sparta Rotterdam of um, Poland to the English Premier League, although the fee was not disclosed, but I think this is a very good move to move from the Dutch League into a big league, what is considered by many as the best league in the world, the Premier League. And for a goalkeeper, this is no mean fit because, especially for Nigerian goalkeepers, it's, it's been a long time since we had a Nigerian goalkeeper playing in the top league because a lot of our goalkeepers are either playing in one league somewhere. I can't remember the last time we had a goalkeeper who was playing in the top league. I, I mean, outside of Ayama, who played in France for, for so many years. Yeah, French League one. I can't remember the last time we had a goalkeeper playing in one of the top three or top four leagues in Europe. And Ayama has secured a move to one for to one of the best leagues, if not the best league in the world. Yeah, uh, congratulations to Marco Kuhi. He has a big boost in his career. Mm. And I also commend him for taking it. Even if he did a big corner, I think he took off the most lucrative mm. mm. league, the most worst league, mm. the most follow football league mm. in the world. Mm. And that this is also gives an opportunity for Nigerian's fans to also see him working it out if he gets opportunity to, to play in the world. It's not just most in the he moved into the mainstream of the Premier League. Watford at, at the moment are doing the Premier League. At the same time, he has most of his patron, uh, uh, William Elcon, again a third ball. Then he's almost trouble in the same club. Go, come in to stabilize the Watford will not be a prison for him because he already has his patron and his only of the national team already in the team. So you find it easy to feed into the goal and you feel like you'll be able to have a little bit of opportunity to smash Sure. 
going to play in the Premier League. Actually, that's the first time the Nigerian keeper play in the Premier League. This is the Manyama almost trying to go into the Premier League. Was clear, it was clear that Arsenal is going to try to, but unfortunately, he ended up playing in the new French League one. So, but after that, after that. Fizzle out. So let's pray that uh, we we'll pray that the man of will be able not just move the use of opportunity to to Congratulations to the and also congratulations to the See, um, with this move now, I think this goes a lot to maybe sort of justify his inclusion in the Super Eagles. I remember the first time when he came into the Eagles squad. Not much was known about him. Then he was playing for, I can't remember the club then in Germany. They were even in the second division. But somehow, uh, Gennaro discovered him, brought him. I remember the first time he came, um, he picked some, you know, section of Nigerian fans and analysts were a bit skeptical about him because not much was known but he came into the team and not long after he became our number one keeper with this move now i think it goes to show that there are some qualities that he possessed right from the onset for him to come into the team not staying long and and snatch the number one share from the likes of uzoho and akbe and the rest of them who have been in that team for, for quite but a long if, time if you will look at the okuye by natural status is it light all right viewers we still have so much in store for you of course uh, the minister of sports that is also in the news complaining by uh giving reasons you know uh, why uh, 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 state government own football club saying this is not the way to go if we must develop our football that and many more we have in store for you when we come back sports movies we make the world go round and we are back and our next story on the news today the minister of youth and sports mr sunday Dari, has identified government ownership of football clubs and lack of professionalism as factors that you know have kept nigeria's domestic football in stagnation in his opinion he suggesting that too much government interference, especially in football, has really not helped our domestic league to progress. And he, he made this statement while defending uh, the budget of the ministry for the House of Reps. But come on, he's the minister. If he, as a minister of government, is crying over government intervention in football especially, so we who are stakeholders in the private sector and the media, what should we be saying? Because he being a government official, so he be the one who takes the lead and see a find a way of providing the necessary enabling environment to see how there can be a lot of private investment, private ownership of the club. Like you rightly mentioned, apart from 
defined by Remo Stars and of course uh, NFL. Every other club in NPFL is owned by government. Uh, what is not, uh, if you look at what he's He's not, he's not talking about that committee. What he's trying to say is he's not telling us anything new, he's telling us what we already know. Yeah. He's yeah. saying that, yes, we have even seen on this stage, we have seen several that government owning the club is not the way, it's not helping the football. And you can testify to it. And just like if you're looking out for plenty of people have, except MFF and if I'm back, even this MFM and if I'm back, they are not run, no, they are privately sponsored, but they are not professionally. No, as I know, and the, the, the new remote that I got to the Even every other club in Nigeria, in Nigeria, are owned by state government. And if you look at it, people, out of all this club, there's nothing like professionalism about how we run for the institution. Even within our, even within our African domain, not even going outside the African domain. We cannot, we are not running the football in a time level what, what we want in other African countries. Even small minor countries, the Tipping Mozambians of Congo, eh? these are small clubs. But Tipping Mozambian is being run professional, and you can see some of the people there go there, go there, but it's not even running the club. Go to South Africa, the same thing, go to Egypt, go to Egypt, go even within Africa, within the media. You have private for being run as a musician, all the assets, all the being run by people. But when it comes to Nigeria, all, all almost 99 or 92 percent owned by government. And now, if you look at it, most of this government, for instance, apart from Eniba, most of the football club you mentioned is one that have a piece of this. No, no single club in Nigeria, apart from Eniba, that have a piece. All the state government, what they are going to the state government, actually, government state law. Some 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 level have a stadium. They have to travel to another state to play their league match, to play their matches. Is that what we call club? What we have here is just assemble of people. Like for example, assemble of just players without any structure. No structure, there's no any structure in people doing this club. They just play, coach, and then you move, move at There's no problem, there's no problem. But that's that we can there's no how we can progress. Also, uh Concerns. Some of the reasons why they're giving for them not really going ahead to own clubs because even the private, uh, few private people who own football clubs have always said uh, they do this more or less not because they want to make money out of it, it's more like a charity thing because the way the environment is structured here in Nigeria is difficult for a private uh, concern to go into you know uh, running of a football club and actually make money run it like a business who do you who's who, at whose doorstep do you put this play the private pool or the government because i know that if the government makes the environment conducive people want to come in because most club owners i know who want to invest but a situation where you put your money into a venture and you're not getting returns i don't think uh people want to go into that kind of venture no, people don't want to do it because this is a lot about investment and getting the company. You don't get the company because the investment is not being checked for. You are investing the same money. But what, what in Nigeria, I just like to be mixed and check this in that the idea of every property that we can't, you can't just come 
and be a different person in the field of the whole military yeah. world. And I think even government can also own it world. But we all need professionally through the private system. For instance, let, 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 let's take the example that okay, like now, Enyiba uh, for instance, or Kanukula for instance, okay, state government. If it's state government, okay, at the look, look, how many clubs in this country give their annual report of what their report of investment, what they're going to do every year? No. None of them present their report of what they're doing, what they're doing, how many players are moving, how many players are moving, what they're doing, 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 what about football and just as a club chairman and what's to him is that his own of it is being compensated for this he's being compensated for what he was able to do for the government and this goal and what they got the budget drop he just did the budget at home we have a story that we want to talk about that allegedly but when they talk when they come one of the new time when the club chairman hmm, on the table he, he alleged that he will pay a player 400,000 naira per month but at the end of the national payment is paid to clear it's 40,000 naira per month but you know, on the paper, he's allegedly paid four hundred thousand for a player, for a player. For every reason, you see that he sends a vote on 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 the Russian. What is player collecting every month? It's forty thousand naira. So this is and in this kind of a scenario, in kind of all those all those things, there is no club license, there is no player license, there is no guarantee that the players. All those there is no how we can cope with this kind of situation. That's what the minister is saying. If I mean, perfect. If we must. We all hand and even the lawmakers, the law by the special We are not saying that government got to decide part of the country. We are not saying that government should completely hand off the self control. Well, yeah, government can own it, but it can be managed professionally. Don't just give it to your political talk or your political area or your political task to manage the and without asking questions. Whoever should be there to be able to account. What club football is a business, but in this case, but in Nigeria, no club will most of the club, most of the club are any money. Not to say they are not any money, they are any money from the player, but none of them give a important fact. All right, away from that quickly, I will go to the boxing where uh, former world Eagle champion Mike Tyson has offered to help Anthony Joshua in his rematch against Alexander Yusik. Do you think this? be a good one for him my uh, Tyson um, we all know is you know when you're talking about boxers he's one of the boxers who you put your name as one of the greats of all time exactly. he has offered yeah he has offered to see how he can help and to Joshua do you think uh, this will make any difference in his uh, rematch against uh, Alexander Yushi? What well, in the end scenario the kind of uh, in his back. Well, at the moment he has he, he has his support of Jalina as a mouth, top mouthing fan. But that this match will either make him or mar him completely for his career. If he loses this match again, that means automatically we, in this negotiation what we will put by But to come back to the record it will be very, very, very difficult. So if uh, my cousin say he's going to help him or to offer him, I don't think he has anything special, but just to offer him assistance and just a technical advice on how to do the business. Yes, we, we cannot claim to know it all, and 
social cannot make it work. There are some of the tired, uh, some of the children, some of the static, the legend, uh, material, yeah. how will definitely have that application they don't have. So bring your own idea and add it to what is happening and then and the situation will be there. That will definitely help you. Because he needs that the guy need all help for him to do this. Right away from that and still on to football where Xavi uh, Hernandez, the new Barcelona coach, has come out to say, I will restore rules and order at Barcelona. The former Barcelona legend feels that some things are wrong at Blue and he feels that uh, some of the things that they as players during their time at the Cup rules, the order that they once met at Barcelona. And some of those things are non-existent and he feels those are some of the reasons why uh, Barcelona is not doing too well. But he has come to say that with his return back to the Camp Nou as a coach now, the first thing he's going to do is to restore some order of discipline and rules back to the club. Do you think this is what Barcelona needs at this point? I wish I wish work. I wish you work. Apart from Barcelona, any product the needs to uh, the players out of the world the 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 and that's just play for the football before we leave the Nigerian nightmare, Kamaru Usman has set a new personal a UFC record of uh, going 15 fights um, without defeat. Uh, the, pre- the record was held by former middle champion Anderson Silva. If he goes on to win his next fight, he will equal the record. Good one coming from the Nigerian nightmare. All right, viewers, at this point, this is where we draw the curtains on today's episode of Sports Orbit. Sanfu, thank you for having you on the show today. Thank you. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.